Welcome to the latest podcast for our new episode of KSAT Explains. This episode is focused on one year later. It has been more than a year now at this point since the killing of George Floyd and that horrific video that was hard for anyone and everyone to watch, uh, but something that we all witnessed and something that certainly changed this country and sparked a movement and is still sparking people to push for change and demand it in their own communities when it comes to policing, to race, to equity in so many different ways. We're taking a look at what's happened over the last year, what hasn't, especially in our own community here in San Antonio. We were one of thousands of cities affected uh, by the death of George Floyd and there were protests and demonstrations held right here in the Alamo City. And part of this episode is taking a look at what transpired in what would be the moments after that video went so very viral uh, and the ways that San Antonians gathered together to try to spark our own local movement. We talked to producers, reporters, photographers who were on the ground covering it all as it happened to get their perspective on what that was like. And we heard one really interesting take from one of our KSAT producers, Alexis Page, about what has changed. There's a lot when it comes to what has changed and what the aftermath of all of that has been. But what she believes the effect on our own business of journalism, um, a service, which is how we all view it in so many ways, how it has been impacted by those events. Here's what she had to say. Here at KSAT, we've even changed the way we do these stories. We, ha are have, we are always having really intellectual conversations about our coverage because we are now really understanding the weight and the gravity of the things we put on air for our viewers to see and how we have to be very mindful of what we are putting out and how that comes off and what are the implications. And so I feel like as a station, we have really grown in how we do things. It's not get the story and put it on air. It's get the story. Is this the best way to do it? Are we making sure we are presenting the best story to our viewers? Are we checking all of our angles? And I feel like we've gotten really better at, at being journalists because of what happened last year, either with these protests related to George Floyd and with the pandemic. So I think that is something that for sure has changed us as a station and as individual journalists. I'm joined now by Lexi Salazar, producer of KSAT Explains, RJ Marquez, our digital journalist who is part of our team. And, you know, the three of us know what's happened here at KSAT since all of that transpired, the ways that we have begun looking at our own coverage and the, the words we use, the video we use, um, what kind of content we deem newsworthy. It's, it's all now being put through um, a new set of lenses in some ways. And it's certainly not, I mean, those were all things that we were considering before the death of George Floyd and the conversations that followed, but it's it's definitely changed things. And Lexi, I'll, I'll start with you. What do you think? I mean, what's been the most impressionable thing to you just in terms of how we do our jobs? Um, what, what's changed for you? Yeah, so I think that there, first of all, there's been so many things I feel like I've learned over the past year. Um, so it's almost hard to kind of think of where to start, but 
I will say that, you know, when we're working on putting together this, this first episode, because our, our very first episode, our debut episode of Case That Explains was about the aftermath of the protests. It aired on June 18th, which was just a few weeks after the protests started. And so, you know, we were, we were putting together this episode about, about the change that so many people were calling for. And of course, about the video that, that sparked a lot of this, George Floyd's video. And one of the biggest takeaways, I think, for me early on was I heard so many people talk about how they were sick of seeing that video. They're like, I've seen it. I don't want to see it anymore. It's brutal. And I mean, this may sound stupid, but to me, I was always, you know, kind of of the opinion that, well, we need that video. We need to show it because that's what sparked this movement. And I still think to an extent that is true. You know, initially seeing the video is what outraged so many people, but then at a certain point, you know, I came to understand that it was gratuitous. So we aired um, still, still clips of the video instead. And we just played the audio. And that was kind of the start, I think, especially for this show of us really trying to be intentional with the images that we were using. You know, of course, it's our responsibility to tell a story to explain what happened. But there's, there's a line there where we don't want to traumatize our audiences too much. So I think that's, that was probably one of the first things that really stuck in my mind um, when we were putting together this very first episode a year ago. And it's something that's definitely stuck with me is really questioning, you know, is this video serving a purpose? Is it matching the script? Are we talking about what we're showing? Um, and just being, being sensitive to the fact that we, you know, we have this platform, but what we do with it can really either positively or negatively impact our audience. Yeah, I, I think that that's um, something that's all that all of us have have really taken notice of over the last year. Um, making sure that we are so very intentional and something that has struck me is, you know, we've gone through a lot of different trainings to kind of help us understand what are the questions we should be asking. So don't just, um, you know, show video that shows one kind of community in a certain light and, and another community always doing something negative. RJ, how about you? What stood out to you? Wow. Um, first of all, that was, a, that was a great answer, Lexi. I definitely kind of, uh, I echo all of that stuff. Um, I, you know, to me, I, I think the one thing that stood out was that I, I had a, um, well, I still do, obviously, but I have a friend who I hung out with at Texas State. Uh, his name's Charles Davis, and he uh, spoke at some of the protests. He spoke at some of the rallies, and I never realized that he was a victim of police brutality in San Marcos. So to kind of, in my mind, it, it sort of shifted um, a little bit of my understanding and my way of thinking uh, to know that this individual who I had, you know, spent a lot of time with in San Marcos was a victim of this and I had no idea. Uh, so I think opening my eyes and being more empathetic uh, to what our underserved communities are going through and what minority communities are going through, how they've been really sort of screaming about this for decades, uh, to me was a real eye opener. And I think that when we tell stories moving forward, we have to be sensitive to that. And I, I think about, you know, something in our business that's called police speak. Well, police said this, police said that. Um, but really kind of digging into what actually happened uh, during a lot of these incidents that take place. And that, that's not to say that, you know, you, you can never trust police and what they're saying, but that it can't be the only the only word and they can't be the only authority 
uh, when it comes to these types of issues. I think over, over the past year, we've done a lot of stuff with body cams um, and realizing that there's a lot of angles to this and just trying to be truthful about all of this, um, being understanding, being empathetic to our communities here in San Antonio. And also realizing that, you know, race is, it's a, it's a real systemic thing and, and it shapes a lot of where we are now as a city. I mean, we've obviously seen that with the pandemic. Um, race has a lot to do with this and not putting that under some sort of blanket, being able to have those conversations and being able to report that stuff accurately to me have been some of the biggest changes that I've seen within our newsroom. And also just the, the responsibility that we have to our viewers to tell these stories accurately, to tell stories from real people in the community that wanna see change uh, for the better. We've all learned something over the past year. We've all had to reflect in some way about our own communities, our own relationships. And so many people we talked to in this episode hope those conversations keep happening, hope those uh, pushes for change are continued. So go check out this episode right now, one year later. You can find it at ksat.com explains or on the KSAT TV app. On behalf of myself, Myra Arthur, Lexi Salazar, RJ Marquez, thanks so much for checking out this podcast. We'll see you next time. <laughs>